Welcome to the Next Level Show, a health and fitness podcast with a little bit of life. Hosted by Jonathan Alvarez, Gabriel Contreras, and Mike Nillis. We hope you enjoy this episode. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. From the Next Level Show, this is our officially will be the last episode of 2020. We made it. We're alive. We survived 2020, boys. Mike, how does it feel to be alive? Uh, it feels um, it, it feels hurts. pretty good. Um, this is the last year of my life in which I will not be a papa. So the whole holiday season has been interesting. Well, it's 2020, right? 2020 is the last year of my life where I won't be a father. I, I, thought you said, I, I thought you said I won't be a papa anymore. I'm like, what? Oh, <laughs> no, 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 I no. meant it. Yeah. Well, uh, my child is being born in February. So uh, moving forward, I am papa. And um, papa Mike. Yeah. So like all of Gabe. the, you know, all of the, uh, the, the holiday season stuff has all been kind of uh, viewed through that lens of like, okay, this is the last time that this will be my normal and then moving forward, there's going to be a new normal and you know, all that sort of stuff. So if you want to call it normal, but I always find it funny when say people say the new normal. So technically it isn't normal if it's something new. Well, it's, it's, gonna, it's the new normal. That's the exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah. So what's normal mm-hmm. to you this year wasn't normal to you last year. And like masks, like masks are now like normal, dude. Nobody, like the mask thing, is like an issue. But like, it is a completely separate issue for people with big beards. Do you know that there is not a single fucking mask on the market made for a person with big beards? Even the ones that are marketed to somebody with a big beard, are there masks with marketed their to big beards? Beard? Are smaller than mine, so it doesn't even fucking work. What what is like what's the like I I don't know can you tell me what your your troubles what your issues issue that you encounter? The issue is that I don't have a chin. When it comes to a mask, normally the mask goes underneath your chin, up over your ears. I don't have a chin here. It's just hair, and the hair at this point is more powerful than any little piece of fabric can contain. So it doesn't actually like hook under my chin. It just slides up. It slides up my face. Um, and even when I do figure out a way to like get it to stick, it leaves me with the impression of the mask through my beard. So there's this little indentation all the way around my face in my hair and it's super fucking annoying. Um, yeah. The best thing it's that a, I've the struggle come up is with, real. Uh, do you guys know what a buff is? It's like a, it's kind of like fishing gear. It's a, it's like a sleeve, a fabric sleeve that you can pull down over your head and it kind of covers your neck or you can wear it on top like a, like a white boy do rag or something. I don't know. Um, (laughs) That's the best that I've been able to come up with because it's big enough that it'll actually like contain the whole thing. Um, But I look, I look really weird. Yeah, actually, you know what? That's not a bad idea. Cause then it'll just, you know, you just pull it right over. It'll well, really good. what I was, I was joking around with one of the guys at the, uh, the gym that I could do like all that I really need is a sweatband because I could flip my beard up and make my own mask. And I just <laughs> need that, the headband going across the nose and I'm covered, you know? 
There you go. Natural filtration system. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think it's going to promote every man to just grow a beard long enough to just, they can be considered a mask. Yeah. Hey man, if you're, if you're patient enough, eventually, um, I, I can, I can, you know, cover, I could, I could get it to like nipple length, right? I could cover my own nipples with it. Wow. Go far enough. There's, I can cover some other things. You know what I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> wow. Hey, push it to the limits. <laughs> Why See stop how far that? you can take it? Why yeah. not? Just start tripping over your, your beard. Mm-hmm. Just get it long enough where it, me- it meshes with your pubes. Exactly. Oh. That's yeah. just gross. I could create oh. like this weird French braid thing. That's wow. just even worse. <laughs> I take a, this is where we, I, I would welcome a sharp left turn. So do you guys, do you guys have any new year's resolutions? <laughs> um, wow. What a segue, dude. Yes. It would be to get that out of my head. Oh man. <laughs> Through therapy, man, it can happen. I guarantee yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I, I, you know, every year, you know, Jennifer is really big on writing, a, a, you know, some goals, some resolutions or, or, or things that we would want to focus on. And I, I don't know. I sometimes find it hard to, yeah, the hell you have a disjointed. Don't do that, please. Yeah. They both do that. No, that's, that that didn't not know that you can do that with your elbow. And now, so you attack my, you you attack my, my, my brain, my vision with what you mentioned earlier with your beard. And now you're doing it again with your disjointed elbow. Yeah. Appreciate it. But no, I, I, I honestly, I don't, I probably should think of some and I will have probably for during the next recording or the following one or should we, is that really important? This is my biggest. No, this is, is it important? No, but I mean, I'm not, it's, against them. I'm not against it, but why not? You could do that technically today. You could do it January 30th or in February. You can set goals, but I get it. So I don't, I just, my, what I'm saying to you, Gabe, is don't feel obligated that you need to have a particular no, thing. No, yes, this yes, is yes, the thing I too, because I, I haven't had a fitness resolution per se in a long time. Like, my thing is always like at this point in the game, I just want to stay in relatively good shape and healthy where my body is still able to move well. I'm able to do certain things. And then I kind of venture off and I do little things, kind of little challenges for myself that I want to take on. But I get it. It's just I'm thinking to myself that I guess I think it's the point where my brain doesn't think like that. I don't wait for necessarily the new year's to to write things down i think that i've been kind of working on things throughout the year and obviously because i know that things change and mold for this year i had specific goals that i did not hit i haven't written down from my last journal because i did do some new year resolution goals for myself and there's some that i did accomplish regardless of the circumstances with 2020 with everything happening but um i just i thought about this year now that you're bringing it up gabe i have not written any goals for myself this year are you gonna change that I guess I can physically write something down. I kind of have them in my head, but yeah, I'm going to, you know what? I will write something down, but this is not going to be so much for the fitness aspect. I have some typical, some life stuff that I want to work on Uh, when it comes to my personal training business and things I want to accomplish. Like I hit my financial goals this year when it came to, I I wrote like kind of what I wanted to be producing monthly in my in-person coaching business um and i surpassed that goal which i'm super super happy about well 
And then you kind of, when you get there, you're like, okay, well, now I'm going to move the needle a bit forward on that. Um, there's just some things mainly for me this year will be solidifying certain things within the, the next level health PT business um, moving forward uh, for 2021, regardless of what the circumstances bring, you know? Mm-hmm. But 2020 was a, I, I, what I look at it more is, you know, there's a, for sure we can focus on a lot of negatives that happened to it, uh, both in our day-to-day lives and in the world in itself. But I'd say a lot of positive things kind of came out of it. Like, look at this, this show as a, it is an example of that, you know, uh, for sure. We, I mean, yeah, we didn't need for what took place, like for instance, lockdown and quarantines in order for us to, to say that we wanted to start a show. We had this idea, you know, just beforehand, but this is for sure something a positive in, in, in my book. Um, not something that I thought were gonna, would, would happen, something that, I, that it, maybe I had in my head that I, or gee, I wish I would have, or I would start a show. Um, but not having anything, you know, concrete or any kind of plans to, to move forward with it. So when you approached me about that, I said, I just jumped right away at the chance and I'm happy to do so. Just, it's been pretty rewarding. It's, you know, being able to talk through a whole lot of things, uh, almost therapeutic, um, for, for most of the cases. And it's, it's been great. And, and even the episodes that we, that we covered, the interviewed, uh, the people that we were able to interview, I think would be, was amazing because I, don't think I would have had the chance in order to talk in depth um, with some of these individuals had this not been the case. So I, I, I thoroughly uh, enjoyed that. And this is an example of how, you know, we, it, it's not necessarily everything doom and gloom and just the worst. Yeah. 2020 was definitely uh, at the very least, it was a catalyst for change. Um, yes. Be it good or bad. Um and I mean, hey, that's pretty much every year, but this year more so just because of how, um, uh, I don't know how drastic everything has been. There's been no chill in 2020, but lots of good things have happened. Lots of bad things have happened. And I mean, hey, we survived, but um, I do have New Year's resolutions. I know you guys, we covered you. I have some as well. Um Mine is actually not fitness related at all. And it's very, very broad. I want to start growing some plants around my house. I want to get a little bit of a green thumb growing. Um, and kind of like what Jonathan said, I didn't fucking wait. I put a pineapple in the ground, uh, well, in a pot um, yesterday, actually. So I'm going to start um, fucking around with that, basically. Get some, maybe some mild landscaping done around the house. Um, we got some plans for our entryway. Um, it's going to be fun. And it's something that I, I don't really have very much experience with and we're very loose with sort of the, the goal of it and the timeline, but I think it'll be fun. What would you say? Speaking of like the point that I mentioned about the show, like, what would you, did you guys have any either, uh, either topics or interviews that set out to to you either in a positive or maybe not so much way for me uh two that stood out in maybe not the best way but that's all on me for not uh either engaging or or, or jumping into because have you guys ever had this where you know you, you you say something to someone or whatever and then like later on in the shower you're just like oh i should have said this or i should have had that or this was a good way to yeah. So that's essentially, that, exactly. And that's no different from, from me here because 
like for instance, two, two, two interviews that uh, I would apply this to is one, um, uh, Adams, right? Uh, with Montham Adam, Adam Schaefer. So I feel like I should have jumped in or I had points in my head that I wanted to say, but for whatever kind of reason I didn't. And then after the fact, I'm in the shower and I said, oh, I should have said this, or this would have been a perfect time to, to, to segue to this or to mention whatever kind of topic. So that's one. And also um, your boy, uh, what's, um, the lifting brawn, what's his name? I totally forgot uh, his name. Lift from Bang, Paul yes. Carter. Yes, Paul Carter. Hello. Uh, I, I, what I should have in my head again, something after that he was talking about afterwards is uh, during the show. Excuse me, was how it's uh, you know like sumo deadlifts are just pointless for people growing their glutes, and I maybe I should have challenged this a little bit more, trying to get get a little bit not challenge it, but more get a, a better understanding as to why he's saying that because in my head, you know, people are using booty bands right? And for the most part, they're pretty successful when used appropriately. And that's why, because we're kind of like, you know, pushing out in the knees. And if that's, if they get benefits from that in a sumo deadlift, you're essentially in that position throughout the entire lift. So why wouldn't it be positive? Because you basically mentioned that it said it's, it's a waste of time and it makes no sense to do so. So again, my fault, or not necessarily my fault, but I wish that I would have kind of like got a little bit better of understanding um, on that, on the hypertrophy of the, the building the glutes when he was mentioning that. Yeah, no, I think with uh, ones that stick out to me is, um, I think in all of them, I, I, I feel like I could have interjected a bit more um, or just added a couple of things. Definitely with the Paul card, I, I, I probably would have maybe argued some of his points um, which I totally understood where he was coming from. I love that mm -hmm. episode. I loved having him on the show. I think he's a he's an amazing human being, very intelligent, and just the way he articulated what he was trying to get at was very. I, I get it. It made sense. Um, I guess I like, would have argued more on the training side of things when it came to just everyday people that are not trying to be, you know, focus on just that aspect of training, which. And truth be told, a lot of people that work out in general, it doesn't matter how old you are, like there's a little bit of that like cosmetic, you know, thing in mind. Everyone wants to build a little bit of muscle and become a little better, right? But um, completely, like I felt some people can take it as you just kind of avoid uh, handling the hard stuff. And I'll even tell this to a client working with them. I'll tell them like we're gonna work on this stuff that you know I know is not gonna be able to put you know as much intensity maybe, but we're gonna work work really on this skill. And then we're going to do another exercise going to sell you can, we can, we can work on, you know, getting that heart going, maybe pumping the blood into the muscles, but we're going to work on these skill things because I know in the long haul, this is going to be so much more valuable to you. And you're, so you're going to actually going to get something out of this training versus me just kind of bypassing um, and just trying to get you to feel something just for the sake of feeling it. I want you to also kind of get better all around because I know that this matters. This has happened to me where I've improved. So that's definitely one episode that comes to mind. Um, I don't know. I feel like in most of them, it's not that I wish I would have, I could have definitely added some things, but um, there's, I think that happens even with our episodes. When we talk about something, I always like think that, you know what I should have, I should have told, use this example, this analogy, or maybe added this particular uh, point that maybe might've been helpful as well. But yep. this is the beautiful thing about this, this platform is that, we can circle back on topics. We're going to repeat these topics. We may have some of these guests once again on the show. And I think that for being our first, like almost our first year, it's not, it hasn't been a full year yet, but 
we've come a long way because we're getting a lot of reps in. We're over 120 something episodes and we are not slowing down. And this is like anything, it's a skill. And I think that we're in the future, you know, depending on how the situation is, maybe one day we'll be able to have a spot where we can physically be in person, which I know it's going to change the dynamic in and of itself. And just little things that we can do to kind of move our, move us, our level forward you know get us to that next level um so (laughs) so it's just things that we can continue to work on but uh mike you were gonna say something um yeah i mean i can't uh i i can't say that um, the two episodes that come to mind as far as like what impacted me the most uh were both interviews uh one of them being episode 47 Amy Bender, <laughs> that one really, that one kind of like, was that episode 40 something? That, yeah, dude, that was episode 47. That's crazy. Wow. But that, it really, feels like it was more recent. Yeah, it does. Well, it, it really wasn't that long ago, but that one really like put sleep in a whole new perspective. And before that I was very anti-nap. Um, and now I take a nap every day, even if it's only just, you know, 15, 20 minutes and it makes such a big difference. But That's also something that I, I can, you know, speak a little more confidently to my clients about sleep now because of the experience of that episode. So that one was pretty impactful. And then the other one that comes to mind was Cody McBroom, um, which I don't know what episode that was off the top of my head, but that one was also impactful to me just because of, you know, how much he, he said a lot of things that made a lot of sense to me. And it also became a, a turning point where my programming kind of turned a corner and I, I kind of opened up a little bit more um, in terms of, you know, s- style of training. Um, episode 53. Episode 53. Thank you. Um, I scrolled too far up, uh, so I missed it. But either way, those two really come to mind. Um, and then, yeah, I, I did enjoy the um, – the mind pump episodes as well, but those were, those were more uh, fanboy enjoyment than anything else, I think. But, you know, it's. Which interview challenged you the most, Mike? Which interview challenged me the most? Yeah. Where you felt maybe it kind of pushed you outside of your, maybe your norm or your comfort zone. I mean, it's tough to say because uh, I don't know if anybody noticed, but there's been a couple of interviews where I didn't say a single fucking word. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> um, honestly, I would probably say Adam. Adam's episode was probably the the. It wasn't even challenging. It was just hard for me to remember that I was supposed to be interacting and it wasn't just me listening to Adam talking because that's that wound up being what was happening was I just sat there and listened to a podcast with Adam Schaefer um, instead of partaking when I could have yeah Um, so it was challenging that sort of way and then also like I just didn't know what to say that was also early on in our career I guess you can say so I didn't know what to say which was another issue entirely of like, I want to like add value to this conversation, but I just don't know how quite yet. So I guess it was challenging in that regard. I think that was our first uh, quote unquote 
big uh, boost mm-hmm. in our in our in our listens and everything well, was from Adam and because we had we had Danny Matrenga, which was very fluent. It was a very fluent episode. Great time talking with uh, Danny. We definitely got to get him on soon again. There's a couple of guests that I would definitely love to have on again dude. to to do over, but. Um, for sure, Adam Ch- was a uh, one that even though I'm super comfortable speaking to him because I have talked to him in person and um, on the phone, and so I've kind of knew what to expect. But podcasting was different. It definitely made me want to bring my A game um, where we're putting on because we're also thinking that this is not just a conversation. This is also something that's. 600 700 people were listening to or something like 800 people were listening to something like that it was like a ridiculous 631 631 yeah but who's counting but who's counting um that were uh listening so it's it's that's when i think that it kind of messes it can mess with you mentally if you don't if you let it you gotta just like kind of we have to like shift that uh our perception of what's going on to different we have to channel it you know uh, yeah. to put on to get out the most value out of the show so definitely that one was a but once that kind of happened i feel like the other ones one that challenged me too just because i didn't have much information on was uh cody's but i don't want to say if it was even this challenging it was more so me genuinely talking to someone that i had little background on which i but ended up turning out to be something that one i learned a lot and uh, it kind of made me really revisit certain things that I had maybe left on the back burner for a little bit. And I felt like it positively impacted my, my coaching. Um, I definitely enjoyed it. So it was just a different perception, but we, we thought we mentioned that was one of our still to this day, one of our favorites. Um, I think that the other one, as far as like interview wise, it was a, you know, a Dr. Amy Bender, uh, a Dr. Brink, uh, you know, just because those became more of a more a proper interview with, you know, I think we didn't say a single swear word and it was very kind of more interviewee with certain points that we were trying to cover. It was more straight into the point. Um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was just different skills that you learned. This is why the whole podcasting realm, it's so individualized. You can go in so many avenues and make a show, whatever you genuinely want to make it. And I think that we still haven't found our one way. I think we're still kind of practicing that and figuring fine out. Fine-tuning. Yep, fine-tuning. And I think this is going to happen in the next couple hundred episodes. You know, it's just something that just doesn't happen overnight. Um, and that's a good thing. That's actually really good. The people that are listening to these episodes now will listen to this, you know, whenever. And we you fast forward another year where we're at, maybe production level, maybe the content, maybe the way we're articulating certain points. Um, it's all just, I know it's much different than it was from episode one where we're kind of all like, uh, it, 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 yeah, for sure. Another just like, you know, I think now we kind of got a much more fluent, you know, a more, a better flow when it comes to interacting with three of us, because it's not, it's only different, you know, it's, it's only one thing having three people, but then when you add a guest on, you're adding four different voices on and you kind of having to balance. Then that's what makes it kind of challenging where Mike's point was like, he didn't say anything. You have already like, you have a lot of people on here. Where, where do I interject? When is, you know, Gabe going to say something? When is Jonathan going to say something? It's kind of when, where can I put my, my two cents in? But I think we naturally start to pick up better as the interviews have progressed. But not only mentioning something just for, I mean, don't, I don't want to say something for the sake of saying something. 
right? Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that it uh, it's it's conducive to the conversation. It leads it into into a way like, do we have a, a general direction that we want to go to? And of course, you know, that's more of a, like a loose guideline because if you know the guest or something, some topic comes up that we did, you know, that we didn't uh, think of, and it's interesting, you know, why take it away from there, right? You know, that's where we want to go to some place that is, you know, engaging and interesting for um, everyone here and on the show. And if everyone on the show is engaged and interesting, then that would uh, translate to the listeners as well, right? They don't want to hear something just for like, you know, and uh, basically, I don't want to interview you of like a like a job interview. So tell me about, you know, where are you going to be in the next two years? I don't, I don't care whatever, you know, how about something that's more, uh, you know, engaging and interesting, like maybe that question would be interesting to someone, uh, depending on the situation. But it's, uh, it's, it's definitely something that's, uh, uh, that we're, like you said, fine tuning and seeing what's, uh, what's best or works best for us. You mentioned uh, Danny's episode, I think that that was a great first interview, mm -hmm. just because of how it flowed, right. And I even think back of, of, um, you know, I mentioned that when, you know, when I was still in school, I had to do three, you know, television interviews. And the first one, it was, I interviewed three trainers and it was just great. The second one, I interviewed this lady that I felt as if it was a little bit out of, out of my element. It was just harder for me to kind of engage with her on my end. And that's kind of like how I, I would attribute um, uh, the three trainer video uh, to Danny's. The first one wasn't sure exactly what to expect, but because he was kind of like, you know, uh, in the same space. So he knew exactly what to expect, how to say. And all three of us were, I, I thought it was just a great first interview and kind of like uh, we didn't have many or any of those, uh, you know, either blank spots or empty spots or just a lot of ums or ers or, or what's or, or any kind of, you know, that, that nonsense that's happening right now. So it's, uh, I, I, uh, I appreciated that one. Mike, you know, you know, what's really interesting to me. I was just looking through the list. Um, we put our first episode out on March 23rd, which realistically is not really that far away. So we're coming up on a year, but we've been doing three a week. So three times a week for 52 weeks, that'd be 156 episodes which mm -hmm. we're really only 33 episodes away, which is just 10 more weeks. So it's really crazy how time is f kind of flying by super quick and we're just fucking knocking them out three times a week. It, it adds up super quick. And that consistency. Which, yeah, and I mean, it, it really goes to show like that, you know, episode 47, Amy Bender, that really wasn't that long ago. And it, you know, but uh, on terms of podcasts, that was what, 80 episodes ago? That's crazy. Yeah, it's mind-blowing when you think about it like that. I think that too, I think the um, one thing that we tried to do the, as best as we could from the beginning was just make sure that we made the, the audio being as best as we possibly could to um, at least produce some, you know, pretty good quality content because I know that a lot of these other podcasts maybe have like the sound engineer, the person that's kind of, you know, doing all the little tweaks and stuff and adjusting in real time, the audio, we haven't, we have been doing this kind of remote when the original intention was to get together and podcast in person. It kind of worked out though, because the way our schedules are set up, it kind of, it kind of works out. So hopefully in the future we can do some in-person episodes. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, but for now, anyways, I think that we're doing a fantastic job with given the circumstances. This is the beautiful thing about this platform is that you can do it technically from anywhere. I remember I did one or two episodes when I was away. So that was, you know, and I, and I was in a, another state and it's, 
it's cool because it's just audio versus video. We would have to be in person and it's kind of limits you a little bit. So this platform allows you to be super consistent, allows us to elaborate. I think the best point is that the feedback that we've gotten from people that have reached out or have left us a review is, is cool. And it's, it's not, it's not even about like, necessarily just being known for the sake of being known but where someone actually genuinely enjoys the information is getting some type of value or some entertainment or both um where they actually feel like okay this is people that i can relate to and that's very powerful with this day and age with social media is that someone can literally across and the, we have people in australia and other places and on the other side of the world that are checking this out so it's just cool to know that you're taking the time out to listen to this. And we always appreciate it, honestly, when someone sends us, even if it's a review on critiquing something that they didn't like on the show that we want to improve. And that's, I think the, the funniest one was Gabe's, Gabe's mic adjustment. It, it propelled us to fix the situation and really look into it. Um, Please tell me again, what was it? I totally forgot. <laughs> it was like literally uh, before episode 60 or 60 something. I, I know remember. you mentioned it all the time. <laughs> 68 i believe but, but for the people that haven't that don't know this is for you like before episode 60 60 something i can't remember the exact episode uh we got a review uh from a person that literally said i don't know i love the the content i love checking you guys out but there's a i don't know who out of the three is like their their mic is just it just sounds like 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 crap and i'm like I literally started busting out laughing and I'm like, I knew exactly. And I'm like, Gabe, we got to fix this today. Um, we couldn't figure out and we just made one minor adjustment. Now Gabe sounds wonderful. Thanks. And I Appreciate haven't, it. and I think I'll always never let you live it down. Nope. I can always count on that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, We've been able to speak to a tons of people, like I said, that I probably wouldn't have been able to get the chance to um, to speak to them or interview them under any other circumstance. So definitely appreciative to them. All, all the ones, right, from uh, going out of our typical space, like, you know, talking to your boy, Coma, DJ Coma. I think that was an oh, awesome yeah. uh, episode. Um, to all the other ones, maybe within our space, to like uh, the Mind Pump people, uh, Sal, uh, Justin, Doug. I think that was a great one. Uh, Melissa Wolf, uh, that was another good one. Um, tons of people over over this uh, not even a full year and uh, can't wait to revisit most of them and expand on um, uh, on on speaking to all these other kind of people uh, just the thought of who else that we were able to that we're going to be able to get on the show is just pretty exciting and uh, probably the most the, the most exciting is just having other people that just care or that give a shit about what the hell you know either one of us or all three of us have to say I think that's pretty cool um that was that's always been like you know in the back of my mind like you know who the hell cares what the hell i have to say apparently some people do either on the positive or maybe not so much but um it's it's all good and and just anyone who listens uh, whatever kind of however it is that you feel very much appreciative from uh, from all of us absolutely i think that the future plans for this show is um adjusting some production stuff i think that you know playing with some of the stuff with the intro and the outro music and stuff with synchronizing it better i think is something stuff that i kind of want to play with um moving forward and maybe changing a little bit of the, the the layout of the show i was you know the listeners can let us know if this is something if you as of right now are you guys enjoying the 
how we're going into this every episode where it's we appreciate just kind of warming up our minds with the randomness. Some people may not care for it. Some people like may enjoy that segment. I heard someone say that they love hearing us talk about pop culture stuff that's going on. You know, what our thoughts on certain shows, movies, just random stuff uh, because they know a lot of the fitness stuff already. So it's like interesting to see that you people actually like some people like the beginning. Yeah. My thing is that would you guys for the listeners and this, you guys can message me privately or put it in some form of a review or on, on Facebook, whatever is, uh, would you like us to segment the show where we put an intro, a proper intro on what we're going to cover? Or do you guys enjoy the free flow of the, of the episodes? And this is something I'll just leave up to the listeners. You guys want to take the time to message me personally. I appreciate the feedback as to yes, no, yes or no. And, uh, we'll, we're always trying to make it to you guys. It's easier to digest where it's something where you guys look forward to checking out. That's where I'm coming from with it. Yeah. I think, um, I, th- I think it's a, it's a give and take, right? We want to make sure that they're engaged and have a little bit of say in like what's going on with the episode. Right. And I mean, that's, yeah, this is, uh, that this seems is appropriate. For- Absolutely. I always the feedback is to make this a amazing experience and something you guys feel proud of to be part of since we are still in the beginning. Um, our goal, we don't know exactly in what direction as far as a quote unquote, if this will become a, a particular type of business per se. We just do it because we genuinely love getting together and just sharing what we know when it's, it's a drop in a mass, you know, the mass ocean of things when it comes to fitness. But we were just in love talking about what we know and what we don't know and just randomness and having fun. It's kind of our outlet. And um, if we can impact a couple of you people today, that's going to make, you know, everything worthwhile. But with that being said, I think we, this is a cool recap. This is literally the final episode of 2020. It's bittersweet, more sweet than bitter because 2020, what in the, <laughs> just kidding. I've read before everything with this came out of it. So with that being said, I'm, I'm excited for the new year, um, what that's going to bring in all of us in our personal lives, as well as for this podcast. What do you guys have to, anything to add for this? Mike? Nope. I got something to add. You got to do it. Uh, how do you know that time was invented by communists? Because it's measured in hours. Wow. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> A good way to close out the 2020 with the official last dad joke. There you go. Not the last one. Not the last one. The last last one of 2020. It's the last one, but not the last one. Last one you'll hear. Wow. Um, With that being said, listeners, if you guys liked this episode, if you enjoyed us this year, leave us a five-star rating and review as to say goodbye to 2020. This will be the last couple of reviews that we get for 2020, right? Technically, if they happen before. Uh, midnight so go ahead and do that we always appreciate it and this is cheers to the new year follow us on instagram at the next level show we follow my personal page at john alva seven gabe he's at prime and glory and mike is at mike nellis pt